Can you believe it, folks? I can't believe it. Finally, September 29th, 2016. For the Lads is back. That's right, folks. For the Lads, episode number two. Although I think we're going to start not giving them episode numbers. It seems kind of pointless. Uh, Anyhow, we're back. And this week we have a wide-ranging sports topic uh, field buffet, whatever you want to call it, to dig into we're going to pick the lines for this week's upcoming NFL games with Andy Sullivan and Pete Connors and then of course uh, Kevin Sullivan and Justin Parkinson will join the show as we dig deep into the later stages of one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports the early 2000s Yankees Red Sox rivalry uh, and finally finally we're going to talk about the Premier League and I'm genuinely excited to talk about the Premier League. Uh, For those of you who are not inclined, we saved it for the end because I'm a nice guy. September 29th, 2016, for the lads. Let's do it. studio feels good to be back on for the lads and we're just debating uh whether or not josh gordon did something offensive uh and that's why he went into rehab right he must have yep. done something bad yep. right he didn't right. just decide josh to do gordon this. has just chucked himself into rehab this afternoon he must have failed another drug oh, he test, drug test. <laughs> there's no he's way out. he didn't <laughs> is yeah. he still on the browns the, he's still on the browns but i think mm. he, i just had to drop him for my fantasy team Yes, it is now. Um, as soon as I saw that, that was the first thing I did. I was like, "All right, I took a flyer on you. You're gone now." That was a, that was a ballsy draft pick to begin with. <laughs> it was, yeah. and it was it was early. It was like <laughs> it's like the sixth round too. Uh, I think this is a good point in time to remind the viewers we're not going to talk too much about fantasy because, as most yeah. podcasts will tell you, uh, no one cares about your fantasy team except you personally. Fact, and it's tough to yes. be like yes, it's like vegans uh, and CrossFit. That being said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I want to I want to thank the lads for being here today. Today's lads, of course, returning veteran presence, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Syracuse analyst here, filling in with the NFL today. Uh, to Andy Sullivan. Hello, Andy. I actually are you. Who's your squad in the NFL? Believe it or not, all right, so I am not, never have been a huge football guy. Wait, I think I think I know this. Can I guess? Guess. Are you a Falcons fan? I think God's name would I be a Falcons fan. I thought maybe you were like a Vic guy when you were younger. Like, no, I'm not a Vic guy. Not, no. a, not the dog fighting game, but like I thought you might have been like... No. I was into Vic when he was if like... If I had good. to say I had a team, it's it's the Giants. I like the sport and kind of watch. My dad never really had a team, so I grew up like mm. not really following a specific team. I was always more into Syracuse football and Syracuse basketball, obviously. But Fair enough. Yep. Yes. And Pete, uh, we've talked a little bit about this. Pete Connors making his first appearance on For the Lads. Welcome, welcome. Thanks, thanks for having me, Sam. Getting reps in. Yeah, getting some reps. Going to do some hockey <laughs> soon. Get warmed but, up. Let's talk some football. Yeah, we'll do. I, I'm going to try. I got to find a time. The problem, you, you know this, Pete. My problem I with know. hockey is I know nothing about hockey. I have no basis. I know everything about hockey. Are you a big hockey guy? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I got nothing, man. 
Brad Marchand yep. just got re-signed. Yeah, yeah, he did. Boston signed him six years, six years, forty-eight million, something like that. Nice. I just heard Rosillo mention it today on the it's radio. A ridiculous contract, but like, it sounds like you guys are saying words, and I think I understand what <laughs> you're saying. No, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I have a, I think I have another hockey guy to bring in to pair with yeah. you, though, Pete. So we'll, no, we'll, we'll definitely do something down the lines, but down the lines. We're talking football today. Yeah, football today. Today we're going to pick the lines, as you know. Uh, I, uh, I, Sam Famolaro. Uh, I quickly fall into the degenerate gambling hole when I decide to gamble. I don't always gamble, but when I do, it's degenerately. Every time and you think you're out, every it pulls time. you back in. Specifically, pitch, poker, and uh, uh, CeeLo. Three dice CeeLo is you a get tough a pitch league going. I would love to get a pitch I league going. Pitch. Uh, pitch I got great. Tom McCormick back in from Saratoga, though. I don't play with anybody else. Uh, who is your only guy? He's, He's your my only guy. We don't lose. Uh, I think me and your brother would have to get more reps in together. But, there you go. Yeah. I would say so. More reps. Yep. Uh, anyway, right. so guys, let's uh, let's look at the early slate of games for the NFL. We're going to pick against the spread uh, because I like to go against the gambling odds because otherwise, what's the point? Uh, and then uh, we'll tally up the numbers and we'll decide next week who the winner was and we'll go from there. Yes? Sounds, sounds, sounds good. great. Wonderful. So let's start with the game that, by the time you folks hear this, the game will already be over, so it's sort of <laughs> weird to spend any time talking about it now. But let's talk about the Thursday night game, Miami Dolphins versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Dolphins 1-2, Cincinnati also 1-2. Cincinnati are seven-point favorites uh, at home for the Dolphins. Andy, let's start with you. I'm going to go with the uh, with the Bengals here. Uh, you mm. know, they're uh, I think they're actually one mm. of the better teams in the NFL going this year. Uh, they had a rough start to get going. Uh, yeah. Miami just... They're Miami. It is what it is. Sorry, Uncle Joe. Uh, it's, uh, no, I just Cincinnati. I think they're going to turn around here. I think they're a very good team, and I'm excited to see them. Mm. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go also Cincinnati. Mm. And Andy, you took the words out of my mouth. It's Miami. <laughs> it is Miami it's, stinks. It's so hard to pick again, pick the Dolphins. Uh, my problem here is that like. I feel like Cincinnati had a rough go in the first few games. They're they're poised for a breakout. Mm-hmm. I don't like seven points worth of a breakout though. I like them uh, to win. No, I think they're gonna. I think I, they're gonna put them on. Mm, I'm saying by uh, it's gonna be a thirteen point game. Thirteen. There, Bill. <sighs> I need AJ Green to be good, so I'm gonna go also to Cincinnati. Although I'm skeptical. Skeptical. All right, so let's move on to the next game. Uh, Colts traveling. To London, along with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I guess London is Jacksonville's second home. They're technically the home team here. Uh, the London Jaguars? The London Jaguars. Um, <laughs> I'm, I've got to go with Indianapolis. Indianapolis, man. Jacksonville always finds that banana peel. They're supposed to be pretty good, but I haven't seen much out of Blake Bortles yet. Mm. I like that you went with Indianapolis so without strongly. Knowing without knowing the spread, you're like, nah, I don't even care about the spread. I like I don't. the I like the I Colts. Don't. I like Forget it. Uh, you know what? Uh, Colts one and two, Jags zero oh and three. Uh, I think the Jags need this one. I, I think they need the, it. They do need it. <laughs> it's, need one it. The, it's one of the biggest spreads I've ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> two and a half points. Pete, would you like to know what the spread is? <laughs> 13 and a half. You wish, pal. Well, go ahead, Sam. <laughs> two and a half points uh, favorite yeah, for the Colts. No. Look, luck. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. At your writing, uh, it looks like uh, 25. 25, that's yeah. That's why. I was no, 25 point spread would be crazy. I've never seen a spread. Well, bigger. that's why I was saying it was so big. No, no. Well, well, that's why I guessed on the high side. <laughs> You're still going with the Colts. So, you don't care. Yeah. Uh, well, no, two, down to two and a half. Yeah, I'll stay with uh, the Colts. Still at two and a half. Uh, Go ahead. No, no, please. I'm, I got to go Jaguars. Look, I think that Andrew Luck looks way too much like my boss at work. John, shout out to John. What's up, uh, John? What's up, John? Uh, he looks just like him. 
I don't know. The Colts have no offensive line. I think he's going to get hit a lot. The Jags, this London crowd is going to fire the Jags up. I'm going Jags. If there's anything I know about the English, the English, it is that they are behind the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're behind them. This is where they feel more at home. <laughs> and you're right. Poor Andrew Luck cannot stop getting no, hit. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags. The London Jaguars. The London for this week. Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish the Jaguars didn't have uh, uniforms that looked like uh, they were like an AFL team oh, or like a Canadian XFL football team. Brutal. Not I saw a guy with an XFL helmet. t-shirt the other day. Really? Yeah. I, in public? I'm Yes, in public. I immediately <laughs> wanted to befriend him. I decided against it. Uh, it would have been nice if he had it personalized on the oh, back, right? God. He yeah. hate me. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to a game. This is probably the game I care the least about this week. Uh, Tennessee Titans uh, going to Houston to play the Texans. Houston five-point favorites. Um, J.J. Watt, though. Out. Out. J.J. Watt's done. Turned down for Watt. It's a shame. I think he works out too hard. He does. He goes chop, too hard. He chopping to too many break, trees. Man. He needs to, like, honestly. Run like, through the woods, chopping there down There is, trees. like, you know, there is a thing called wearing yourself down. I mean, he's just, he's too much. I, I don't. He has a weird air. Something he's, about him. He's I don't probably like lifting him. right now. He's definitely hurt and lifting. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what do you hurt? His back? Yeah, it yeah. was his back. He's definitely doing, like, wrist. Mm-hmm. Exercises or some yep. sort of like arms, upper upper biceps. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what people do absolutely. for working out. I, I do twelve ounce curls. I don't know about smart. anybody else. Well, smart. as the resident gym rat here. Oh, the gym rat. You've no, been hitting I'm the not. gym, bro. No, I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm no JJ Watt. That's for sure. No. Oh uh, yeah, no. He just needs to chill out, man. But. He de- definitely does. Uh, I think though that Houston's defense is just enough to carry him past these five points. I don't like Tennessee. Just seems like they're gonna be bad. For another, Mariota's still shaky. Yeah, he's still learning. They don't have much of too many weapons around him. What Demarco Murray's in the backfield, but I'm I'm thinking Houston needs this one after getting embarrassed by uh, New England last week with a third string quarterback. No, doesn't no. no, Shout out to Jacoby Brissett. New England makes me believe that I really could step out into the New England Patriots and do what they do. And I think I could do that if this guy could do it. Uh, not really, though. That guy was probably an all-pro in college, I bet, right? <laughs> There's no such thing as all-pros in college. But, uh, all uh, college. Yes, All-American. He All-American. All yes. Um, but anyway, let's get back to Let's get back to the yeah. picks. I got Houston I, here. Andy? I'm going Houston. I'm, I'm also going Houston. We're taking yeah. the Houston trifecta. Yep. Very good. All right, let's move on to this game. I don't really like much of this game. Cleveland, 0-3, going to Washington, 1-2. Washington are 7.5-point favorites. I think Washington's going to win. I just don't know if they're going to win by 7.5. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland. I'm, Cleveland. I'm going, I'm going Cleveland. Are you I'm mad that I stole yeah. that from you? No, I, no I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy you did. Um, I'm going Cleveland as well. they got to get a win at some point, and I think this is the time to do it. Um, yeah, I'm going Cleveland. Why not? I'm going to go Cleveland. Cleveland. They, they need a win. They, they're the hapless Browns. Josh Gordon is gone, like we said at the start. I think they just need one, and Washington's going to give it to them. No, it is. The Cavaliers are back in camp, and there's yeah. just a buzz around. There's Cleveland. a buzz. Believe there's a buzz man. around. Yeah, believe You know yeah. what, though? Here's my other thing, and I want to ask you Cleveland this. Cleveland rocks. I watched Drew a little Carey. bit. Drew Carey. He does. <laughs> Drew Carey, good reference. <laughs> I like Drew Carey. You can't uh, believe what Drew Carey says. Who can you believe? <laughs> I, I watched the, uh, the Skins and the Giants last week, and I got to say, I can't tell if Kirk Cousins is good or not. He seems like he's good against trash ball teams. Flashes of brilliance. 
I feel like he he seems like the kind of guy who's begging to get an injury. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think he's a good backup. Not as much as the guy he replaced. In, well, uh, I think true. he's a good backup quarterback. That's why I think he is. I don't think he's ever gonna be an elite, uh, you know, starter or even really a starter anybody actually wants. I'm surprised this isn't a game like a late night game because you thought the NFL would circle like circle this one for like oh RG 3s return to Washington. Uh, you gotta put it RG in RG threes return to IR. Uh, I like this game, though. So let's move on to the next game. Uh, Seattle Seahawks on the road to face the New York Jetropolitans. Seattle, two-and-a-half-point favorites. I can't quite get a read on Seattle. Oh, they're the toughest thing to read all year. <laughs> Super. What, man? I got to tell you. Uh, I don't know. Their defense still good. The Jets are just the, uh, the happiest. We've already called another team hapless. Let's give them hapless as well. The Jets just can't. I don't know what they're they doing. They can't get out of their own way last year. You know who I don't like, though? Six interceptions to Patrick. Come on, yeah, six. Eight. You know that's that's an anomaly. That's not gonna happen. That's, that was a weird game. That right. can happen to anybody. You know what? I'm going Eli with the Jets. You're going with the Jets. New York Pride. Let's go. I'm going with the Jets. That one's for my Aunt Maureen. Big Jets fan. Let's go. You know, I want to take Seattle, but I feel like after that Jets performance last week, which as I think you're right, it, that was a really bad performance. But it was also it was like, like, how's it, Russell Wilson's knee? How's Russell Wilson? That's, Who's that's, be the the qu- that's a question that I'm mm. going to ask going into this game with only a two and a half point spread. Uh, Do you think get, Ciara hates him yet? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I started to hate him. Now. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of hating annoying. him. I, I never uh, was a big fan of him at, to, from the start. He's like that guy. But give in me high Seattle, who you always knew was like uh, was just lying. Yeah, he's a liar. He, yeah. he seems like he's he, very nice. He just can't help himself. He seems like the kind of guy who, if I found out that instead of being a religious guy, he was a Scientologist, I'd go, yeah, okay, Talk yeah, sure. Yeah. Seems yeah. like he's into that too. As far as virgin um, quarterbacks, though, I'll take Russell Wilson over Tim Tebow any day. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'll say this though, and I don't know if you guys knew this. I'm gonna go with the Jets because did you know that Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard? <laughs> That's about did his you, only good attribute. Did you know that he's the he's the smartest quarterback in the league, guys? Yeah. Uh, we can, like test. All right, so I gotta. I need to talk with you guys about this because I think that ESPN is wrong, and I gotta let you guys know I got these lines off ESPN. Okay. Okay. The ESPN line for Buffalo going to the three and New England Patriots is even, and I think that's weird. I've also so I did some research on the internet. I've seen this line up to as much as four point favorites for the Patriots, up to as much as six points for the Patriots. So I'm thinking maybe you you want to try and pull up a line here on this. Well, I'm looking. I was actually just looking. I'm not sure who's the starting quarterback for the Patriots. Uh, Julian Edelman. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he may as well be. Um, it, both Brissett and Garoppolo have been taking reps in practice this week. Mm. It's going to be hard to say which one actually. Gets the nod. They're both fighting injuries. If I had to guess, I think it's Garoppolo. Garoppolo. But either way, I think they're okay. You're talking about Brissette? Is the other one? Brissette. Jacoby Brissette? Br- Br- I could go for some brisket. I could go any? for some brisket. That'd be pretty good. That would be fantastic. Look, here's the thing about the line, though. It doesn't really matter what the line is, because it even doesn't. with no quarterbacks, I still feel like the Bills don't have a shot, right? If Bill Belichick trots out zero quarterback, <laughs> I still think the Patriots got a good chance. No. Like zero quarterback, let's figure it out. It's like the a Wildcat, the whole game. I they are coming. That... They are coming into New England, and Buffalo does always put up one hell of a game in New England for some reason. That's a good point. They, I mean, they do play them tough, um, and you know Rex Ryan hates 
New England. It's um, Belichick, New England, um, Ryan again. I just think it'd be such a Belichick Patriots thing for them to go four and zero and say, would. "Fuck you, dude." It would. Yeah, yes. it would. Yes. Now our now our boy Tom's coming back after I'm, some uh, butt naked cruising, and we're never <laughs> and he's gonna start throwing touchdowns all over your face. Enjoy dude, that, Roger. He's Goodell. gonna be so angry when he comes back. And he tan. he might throw. And tan. He might yeah. throw for like eight touchdowns a game for the rest of the season. Like I really wouldn't be surprised. Kind of just. It's always been Brady versus the world. I might be rooting for the Patriots at this point. It's that entertaining <laughs> to watch uh, Roger Goodell just eat shit. I'm gonna. It's true. I love. I love that. I love that it's become such a national story that like Brady isn't like he's out there just in. In the world, doing other stuff. Yeah, right. wouldn't you yeah. be? I love it, man. Like, he's just doing his own thing. He's printing out. Have you, you guys seen the cartoons he puts out after each of the games? He's just com- it's a complete mockery of each of the uh, teams that they've beaten. I'm not. Like, no, the Dolphins. It's, it's called the Tom Brady Times. He's putting it out on his Facebook. Really? Basically, what kind of sports podcast are we? We don't know about the Tom Brady. Tom Brady I've Tom. never heard of it. It's just a. Just a mock headline, and it's got a picture of a couple of the stars of the game. And like up. for the Miami game, he pulled it, was pulling dolphin out of the water. Really, this yeah. seems very odd to me. I feel like Tom Brady has no personality. Every time I've ever seen him, he, it's all an act. It's the Patriot you don't think Belichick has a personality either. They say, but Belichick's he is one of the best right. personalities out there. He's hilarious. Yeah. I feel like he's probably if you were like having a couple brews. He'd probably have some funny shit. I feel, oh, yeah. I, I feel, I, I feel oh, like absolutely. Belichick's one of those dudes behind closed doors that just like loves uh. memes and gifs. Just like giggles <laughs> at him while drinking mm. scotch. Uh, so we're all going to New England on this, right? Regardless yeah, of the spread. Right. Yeah. New England's yeah, oh taking God, it. Yeah. All yeah, right, absolutely. and uh, let's close out this first segment. Last game of the first segment. Uh, Carolina Panthers uh, going into Atlanta. I... I don't know what's wrong with either of these teams. Like I thought, Atlanta was going to be the NFC terrible. South. That's what's wrong with these teams. Yeah, man. That team, that division is one of the worst in all sports. What's for some reason? What's wrong with Carolina? Is it? It can't just be that Josh Norman left and that they stink now. I think they got a little hangover from last year. Um, yeah, hangover. I think they were overrated last year anyway. Really? Even, with, even going sixteen and one and. Making the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, it sounds overrated. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> felt that they were. Yeah, I, no, I, the uh, record sp- speaks for itself, but on the whole. I think they've, play, they've played some pretty tough teams so far. I yeah. think they're going to get it together. Uh, I think Atlanta is always built up to be someone great. I think Matt, I do like Matt Ryan quite a bit, but yeah. I just never think they're going to get over that hump again. Um, no, I don't think them, so. And either. as the Falcons being my favorite and That team, is your squad. Yeah, um, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Carolina. I think they're Carolina? Gonna, I think they're going to do, do pretty good here. See, uh, see, this is where the, the, the aspect of it comes in that makes me upset. Carolina, uh, I sh- I'm sorry, I should have told you. Carolina, three-point favorites. You still taking them? Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah, so I want to take Carolina because I feel like Carolina needs this game. One and two is not great, you know what I mean, for them to start. I feel like one and three is kind of troubling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they don't really have much of a running game, though. It's not they really Cam's It's fault. always been the platoon running game there, and I don't know if they can... They can't sustain that. I don't know. They, I, they haven't had a running I, game for 10 years. I'm going simply on the fact that they need this game. I'm going to agree with you, Andy. I'm also going with Carolina. Uh, I don't know, man. They got to right the ship somewhere. This seems I'm, like the right place to do it. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Atlanta. I'll go Atlanta with three three points. Is Tony Gonzalez still in Atlanta? No, Tony Gonzalez is a uh, studio analyst with CBS now, isn't he? Uh, He's I, on their Sunday morning. Can they re-sign him? I wish they would re-sign <laughs> they, him. Yes. I, I, just want, play. I bet they wish they could re-sign him. Probably, he looks. I mean, he looks like he hasn't missed a workout. This, no. I won't talk about. My I look fantasy like I haven't team. missed a meal. <laughs> I won't talk about my fantasy team, but I will say. What's the name of your fantasy team? 
uh, Dynamo Upstate. I like it. Dynamo like Upstate. Uh, no, but I will say my biggest problem is that I don't know new football players, so I'll uh, still go out and draft like dudes from like five years ago. I'm like, that's my problem. I'm like, yeah, man, time. Curtis Martin's still out there, free agent. Who <laughs> let's get him. Someone, he's gonna play somewhere. How is Randy Moss still on the board? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll go into the uh, second half picks in the next in the next segment. We will be right back. Twelve ounce girls for a peep in between takes here. <laughs> Smart, uh, and you found the googly eyes that uh, friend of the f- frenemy of the show, Steve Anderson, <laughs> delivered to the house. Playing with them the whole time. They're a lot of fun, right? Yeah. They're they're captivating. Yes. Uh, so let's get they're into. Always looking back at you. They're always looking back at you. It's like Mona Lisa. No matter where you are yeah, in the room, exactly. it seems like they're always looking following at you. you. Uh, so let's get into the uh, second half slate of games here, uh, and we're gonna start with a game that's probably not a good game, but for some reason I like it. I guess mm-hmm. it is a good game. These teams are both good, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, Oakland Raiders two and one travel to Baltimore to take on the three and a half point favorite Baltimore Ravens three and zero. Oh. Uh, I think this is uh, this is like a really interesting color scheme game: the black and silver team versus the black and purple team. It's like very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> it is spooky. Well, it will be October. It will be October. It will be October. It October. I like it. Uh, and I, with that, I, I have to say I like – these are teams that I think at the end of the year people are going to look back and say, oh, they had like hot starts but sort of faded. One of these teams is going to fade and one of them is going to be for real. And I'm are not – They're sh- both 2-1? and uh, Baltimore is 3-0. Oakland is 2-1. and one. Uh, I think, honestly, it makes more sense if Baltimore is is the team that's for real of these two, mm-hmm. just historically. And because lately. Joe Flacco's elite. Is but is Joe Flacco? But is Joe, but is Joe Flacco, Flacco yes. elite? I do think that Derek Carr uh, might be elite. He might. I think be. He's all right. Amari Cooper that. certainly is. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Oakland with the points. Uh, I think this will be a close game, uh, and I do think that at the end of the year, Oakland might be uh, sneaky better than people give them credit for. I'm going with the Raiders. I I, I agree completely mm. with that. I uh, anytime you bring me on here, I am going to go with the Oakland Raiders uh, <laughs> right up until Latavius Murray retires. Um, <laughs> I got the the I guess say privilege of facing Latavius Murray in the Section Three Championship game. Really, my, uh, senior year of high school. Wow! And I think if I took my shirt off, you might actually still be able to see the footprints he ran over me. <laughs> Do you have the scars? The kid, the guy is a stud. So like to see him in the NFL doing well, like he has become my favorite because I need him to be a Hall of Famer because I can say, hey, at least a Hall of Famer embarrassed me like yeah. that at the Carry Dome. So I'm going with Oakland. I, I never remember when he played for Onondaga, yeah. Yeah, I remember that too, Pete. It, <laughs> it was awful. Well, I think he lost by 40 in the championship. He was good. The closest... Yeah, he was good. He's like 6'3", ran a 4'3", 40. He was better than Mike Hart, who he replaced. Who was the basketball player from Henniger who went to the... the end? Andre Blatch. Yeah, I remember... I didn't play against Andre Blatch because I certainly wasn't playing varsity basketball for Proctor <laughs> in 2003. Right. But uh, but I do remember heckling him a lot from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Andre Blatch. Sorry for heckling you all those years ago. What's up, Andre? Andre. Uh, let's go to the next game. Uh, Detroit Lions 1-2 against the 0-3 Chicago Bears. Uh, Detroit only three-point favorites on the road. Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm going to quote. Just I'm, I am, I'm breaking my own rule. He's on my fantasy team. Matthew Stafford is going to score a ton of points against this crummy Bears defense. I, I completely agree with that. <laughs> it doesn't Matthew, matter what the spread is. Matthew what? Stafford was okay with Megatron. 
And, you know, without Megatron, he's not much, but the Bears are atrocious. He might throw... He might throw six touchdowns. And five interceptions. And (laughs) seven interceptions. (laughs) What happened to the Chicago Bears? Yeah, the glory days. Quick answer... Jay Cutler. Oh. Man, I dislike him. Smoking Jay. I Smoking Jay. I actually kind of like Smoking Jay. He just, plays the bad guy pretty well. He's very good at he being does. He's like, the bad He is guy. a whiny little bitch, though. Yeah. He is. He yeah. is. But you know what, though? I, I get what you're saying, though. It seemed like for a while there was a, a nice period, like the Forte, uh, Cutler, mm-hmm. um, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Brandon Marshall. Like, that was, yes. that was had, your shot. Those four yeah. was the, their shot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think what was it? I, I just don't know what the... I don't know where you go from here if you're Chicago. You just like right. you you hope to bottom out and get whoever the number one pick in the NFL draft will Deshaun be. Deshaun right? Kaiser is that who it's going to be from Notre Dame? The I don't uh, know. their quarterback. He's pre- right now. He's looking at the number one next year. I got to tell but. you, I don't know anything about college football out of Syracuse. That's my that's my other weak point. I like the NFL because I like to secretly troll it. I like I pretend that I hate it. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin calls me out. Well, that's for the all degenerate gambler. Yeah, I like to gamble. I'm going with Detroit because I don't see any way that Chicago wins. I just don't. Yeah. No. Across the board. No, no, it's not across the board. Oh? No? I'm going with the Bears. You're going with the Bears. Well, we picked a lot of the same teams here, so I'm going with the the Bears. You're right. We do have a lot Um, of... So, in the city, you got to get some dogs in here, boys. You got to get some dogs. You know, that's if I know anything about gambling, which I literally know nothing, you gotta get some dogs. <laughs> My boy uh, Big Cat from Barstool taught me that. Andy's a Chicago Bears fan. I'm going. I'm going with the Bears. He is a big Bears fan. Shout yeah, out Bears. Pardon my take. Uh, I will say though, and I heard I'm gonna steal something from Bill Simmons since we're stealing stuff from other podcasts. Well, we gotta do that. That's how you make it big. Uh, that's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, no, they talk about uh, kitchen sink games. Like uh, in the first four games of the year, every team has one game where they're gonna throw everything at you because they're desperate. Yeah. This might be that moment for Chicago. You guys, watch it when we meet up after Sunday. I'm gonna win yep. because of this pick. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's go to the next game. Three and zero. Denver Broncos uh, on the road. Tampa Bay Buccaneers one and two. Denver only three point favorites. I feel like uh, maybe that should be more. I think so. I feel like Denver's better than they were last year. Yeah. Do you like I, Travis Seaman? I, I do like Travis Seaman. <laughs> he's good. He's a he's a gentleman, a scholar. But no, he. I think he's actually pretty good. I think he's surprising a lot of people for them really not knowing who their quarterback was gonna be until. No, yeah, a few I, weeks yeah. before the season. Yeah, absolutely, he's I, I, been really good. He destroyed Cincinnati last week. I mean, their defense shut down Cincinnati. Other defenses, but Simeon yeah. top level. He's going to go eight this week against the um, hmm. against the Bucks. Uh, I think there was a little bit people. There, people were liking. Uh, the Bucks after that one week when it looked like Jameis Winston was for real and people were like yes Jameis Winston yeah he threw four pick or touchdowns the first week he backed it up with three picks the following week and three more touchdowns this week and two more turnovers uh, I just which think, one are you gonna get out of him uh, I think it doesn't matter though Denver's Denver's defense Denver's too good. gonna be too, too good. good absolutely. Yeah. Defense wins championships. <laughs> Ask the Carolina Panthers. You will. You taking Denver with the points? I'm gonna take Denver. Yep, I will. Do you think that Denver? Denver's obviously the best like defense right now. Does Carolina still have a good defense though? Like I feel like they was Josh Norman their entire. Was defense? he their entire defense? It's pretty close. It's tough, right? Like close. yep. They look they look a little broken now. Yeah. Uh, I have a weird time talking about the Los Angeles Rams it still. It doesn't sound right. It's weird, right? Yeah. St. Louis is a nice city. It is. You know, I'm bad for those guys. They'll get it. They got the Cardinals, though. So like, honestly, they're spoiled anyway. The, the worst league with pain. more money than God decided they didn't want to expand and make that pot even larger. That's actually... To Los Angeles? <laughs> what? Why Why not? It's... LA should have had a team for years. 
They're fair but weather fans. Look at they you. They are. Fans. They are. Yeah. Oh my. Well, yeah. They love you when you're winning, and they hate when yeah. you're not. I, I I make sense from a an from LA a, fans show up late, leave early. It makes sense from a TV Hard standpoint, TV. like Syracuse fans. Got to get. <laughs> yeah, wow, he's on. He's up in the booth. All right, Connie. Uh, we're talking football or basketball. <laughs> football. Oh yeah, I left early every game. So uh, every year. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Cardinals uh, are not very good this year. They're one and two. Uh, Los Angeles Rams two and one. And yet somehow Arizona's eight point favorites over the Rams right now at home. I, I think they should be. I you think I, they should be. I do. I um I don't think Arizona is as bad as the record shows. Yeah. Um I I still you know, I believe in Carson Palmer. He's not hurt yet, is he? Do we know? Not that I, I don't know. Not, yet. not officially. He could be. Gosh, he knows. He that guy's hurt all the time. Um I don't think Arizona's bad there. What's the spread here? Spread is eight points. I think it's a fair spread. I don't I, I don't think they're overlooking uh no. you know, I I think that's right. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with LA. LA. Yes. LA. I like taking the points here. Um LA is a little frisky. I feel like uh Carson Palmer might have the shine off a little bit, right? He might it might be done. He might just be yeah, he's an he, old guy. He could well, be. Remember those old man picks you're talking about? He's an like, old a man. Ago? That's that's an old man pick. <laughs> he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, he's been I bet you, a long time. I bet you he's he I think he was X. in college when I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out of college for ten um, years. I'm gonna take more than only because they're at home, and I think they kind of need it. I'm going to take Arizona with the points. This is dangerous. That's a good... That's but a, again, got to make ballsy moves. Got to make some ballsy moves when you're yeah. making picks. Pete, what do you like here? I'm, I'm going with Arizona. I, th- I think that Palmer can do it. He's got the weapons with um, Michael Floyd and old, speaking of old men, Larry Fitzgerald. Mm. I'm going to subtweet the shit out of both of you this week. Wow, <laughs> it's dude. Great. It's going to be great. <laughs> yep. I got to give Fantastic. you the... We need photocopies of these. I'm going to say, yeah. I'll take you, I'll send a pic. Uh, I'll post it on uh, For the Lads Twitter, FTL Sports. Mm-hmm. Follow it on Twitter. Uh, all right, next game. I actually like this game a lot. These are teams that I historically like who seem like they might be broken beyond repair. <laughs> uh, New Orleans Saints 0-3 going to San Diego 1-2. San Diego is four-point favorites. I'm going to say right now... I like New Orleans 100,000 million percent in this game. I think they're going to score 100 million points as well. So I'm taking New Orleans. I think they're going to give up just as many as they score, and I'm going to San Diego. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm so in on the Saints this week. What's the spread here? Uh, Four points favorites for San Diego. I'm going push. Ooh, a push, a Ooh. push, Ooh. Yeah. a bold. Wow. We got ourselves a push. We got ourselves wow. a four point game. We, wow. You mean we don't go to double overtime down with McNabb? No, 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 no. <laughs> I like it a lot. Got to get a push in there. Well, that, I took that out of school of uh, of Parkinson. That's fair. Yeah, yeah it's a very fair. I learned Parkinson. one thing in this house, <laughs> uh, <laughs> studio. You occasionally got to have a push. Uh, so let's go to the other four o'clock game. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, two point favorites against the San Francisco 49ers. They are one and two. Um, who who wants to take the first run at this one, guys? Who's the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? Not right now, but in the future. Going on. Dak Prescott Th- is gonna going to be there. You think, you think Tony Romo gets it back? I don't think he does. I think it's gonna stay Prescott. I want it to be Romo. I kind of like Romo. I think he gets a bad reputation. Romo gets the worst reputation. He, gets the worst. he, he has, has a, a good horrible reputation, but he's a damn good quarterback. Oh yeah, he is for sure. I, it's too early to tell. I think if Dallas is anything, he'd be back in week eight. I think is what I read. Yeah, or week nine, I suppose. If they're anything better than four other than five hundred, I feel like you gotta go with Dak. You gotta keep him in there if yeah. they're if they're in if they're in the race too. You know, if they start falling behind, if the Giants they're, get hot or something, or Eagles are just killing they're two it. Two and one. Uh, yeah, they're two, two and one. one. San Fran's zero and one. Yeah, or uh, well, one and two. One and two. I'm going with Dallas. 
I hate the Cowboys, but I'm going with Dallas. I think Prescott Fran, is who, going who did to Sam be Fran beat? They got lucky on a win, Sa- didn't they? Sam Fran doesn't have a quarterback at all. They beat the Rams. The Rams. The Rams, yeah. yeah. A, they they what, have one of the what worst. was that game, like 9-3? Yeah, San Francisco, they've fallen from grace from a few years ago. They uh, Their window slammed shut, too. Pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, already Harbaugh. It's a Harbaugh effect. Yeah, yep. they miss him. Yep, they miss, they his, do they miss do. him. His grit, he's a yeah. character guy. He is they a, do. He's a football guy. Are you, does that mean you're taking Dallas on I'm going to go Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. Plus, it pains me. Um, I, was, I guess I was a Dallas fan when I was a kid. My uncle got me a Dallas football. Everyone was. Uh, yeah, I think it was just the, it was the 90s. Yeah, yeah, they were the winningest team, man. Yeah, I used to have sweaters. Everyone was my, a Bulls my fan. My brother's a Cowboys fan, isn't he? No, your brother your brother might be a Falcons fan. Maybe your brother is a Falcons fan. He is a fan. Falcons fan. Is your That's brother? Is that what it is? We figured it out. I knew it. I knew it. I forgot about that. Oh, he was the big guy. He's the big guy. He loved Vic. He did love Vic. And he loved... I still loves Vic. He loved Violence Against Dogs. He was at Vic's trial saying Vic's innocent with a poster board. Oh, man, I wish I hadn't... Screaming. I wish through the magic of podcasting I hadn't recorded his segment already. I also would have given him a hard time about that. I'll have to do it later. Yeah, I'll say this. Everyone's getting subtweeted. <laughs> Subtweet city. Uh, I'll say this. There's only one word to describe the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm going to spell it out for you. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Soft Francisco 49ers are definitely losing to the Dallas Cowboys at home. They're the softest team. Soft at all uh, all positions. Problems arising on multiple sectors I feel bad. for the lads. I feel bad Steve Young and Joe Montana have to watch these guys. It's tough. It's sad. Even Jerry Rice has to watch this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they used to be them. so fly, dude. They had the tightest kits, God. and they were so good. They were sick. That yeah, old school pewter and that red was gorgeous together. Mm. Without Back making a political statement, do you think Kaepernick will ever get another start for this team? No. No, I, I don't think he's good enough anymore. I think he could go to another team and succeed, though, because I you think don't, he's a very good athlete. You don't I, think I think that, he's smart. You don't think that Blaine Gabbert is bad enough to force at least one start out of Colin Kaepernick from this team? If they lose this week, if they get embarrassed by Dallas, you don't think that maybe they think, all right, let's give Kaepernick a shot? Or is he too much of a liability? Liability on or off the field? Which liability are you talking about? Both, I suppose. Yeah. I hope he gets a start. I, I hope he gets a start. You know what? Yeah, I, I hope he will. I, I was quick to say no, and I think he does get one more. One more? At, at the very least, he's going to get one more because it is Blaine Gabbert. He might get one more start somewhere else. Hot take, maybe. Hot take. Hot take. Yeah. All right, let's go to the uh, the 8 o'clock game. Uh, this uh, this is a pretty good game here. Kansas City Chiefs 2-1 and one after destroying the Jets last week, taking on Pittsburgh Steelers 2-1. and one. Uh, Pittsburgh, four-and-a-half-point favorites. I think this is the last week without... Uh, Le'Veon Bell. No, he got reinstated today. Today, this afternoon, he got reinstated. I saw. So he I was, can, he I was surprised he only had three. Yeah, he had to play or sit three weeks. He's back this week and can play. Mm, interesting. That oh, that buckets. is a game. So what's changer. the line now? So, <laughs> oh, right, man, that, the line just changed. Mm. <laughs> so I just dropped the whole uh, curve on you mm. there. I think that I think that Kansas City mm. might be a bit of a fraud. I think Kansas City is always a bit of a fraud. Right. Um. You know, I, I don't trust Alex Smith. Uh, I I guess Jamal Charles theoretically will be back this week, too. This is a weird game. I trust Alex Smith to do nothing remarkable. Nothing That's remarkable. It. So it's like... Nothing horrendous. Yes. Uh, and I also think Pittsburgh is one of the best teams in the, in the league. Pittsburgh is a really, really good team, but they got decimated last week. That was an anomaly, I, I feel like. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. They got behind early. I don't read too much into, like, one-game things. Yeah. It's too early. Big, Big Ben's a stud. You going Pitt? Is I think what's this? What's this probably guy? Four and a half point favorite. Well, that's the asterisk at that, at asterisk. that spread right there. I'm looking it up right now. He's checking it up. You, well, you guys, I'm, go, I'm going Pittsburgh. It's 
they had, like I said, Bell's back, mm. and Andy said Ben's a stud, mm. and he, I agree. Uh, Antonio Brown, Sammy Coates. So I got a couple different ones. Uh, the 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 lowest is uh, is five. Lowest is five. Yep, and then it gets all the way up to six for one of them. Mm. Yeah. So, so let's say five then. You want to say five? five? I like five. All right, we'll say with five then. All right. You still taking Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'm still taking. So take, yeah. <laughs> still taking Pitt. I After love all it. that digging um, and diving into my iPhone. I'm still taking. Uh, still taking Pitt. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think Kansas City is a little bit of a sham. So I'm also going to take Pitt in this game. Although uh, I feel like I might have to take whoever you guys don't pick in this last round just to change it up. I don't like. Right. I don't like where we're going here. All right. So Monday night game. Uh, New York Giants two and one taking on the shockingly three and zero Minnesota Vikings led by Sam Bradford. What? Not so shocking though. Not so I shocking. Mean, they, they were pitted to be a very good team this year uh, until uh, what's his face got hurt. Bridgewater. Peterson? No, the Bridgewater. Bridgewater. The Tiny Bridgewater. And uh, Sam Bradford's no no schlep. He's just been hurt. So I'm not too surprised by it. But they're doing without Peterson. Yeah, no Peterson, no Bridgewater, and yet still they're three and zero, and they look pretty good. Kyle Rudolph's been a stud for him. Stefan mm. Diggs has been a stud for him. I don't think I like five points, though, against a Giants team who, outside of a, a weird the game... Gi- the, the Vikings weird... are favored by five? Yeah, Vikings are five-point favorites at home. I gotta take the... I, I'm going G-Men. I don't like G-Men. five. You want G-Men? Uh, G-Men! G-Men! I heard... Uh, Tom Coughlin still hangs out around MetLife. He just hangs out. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's okay. You guys need help? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Special teams? Yeah. Anybody? You guys Any, want coffee? I, I can be the Eli. Guy. Eli. Hey, Eli. It's me. It's me, hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hi. Hi, Tom. Oh, hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom. Uh, Dumb Dumb Manning. Hey, Tom. Have you seen our new coach? His hair is, ho- his hair is horrible. You don't like McAdoo's hair? I love it. Who like, you don't like it. Old. You respect it. That... That's the hottest take of the night. You don't you like, like it. What's your <laughs> you have to respect. You have to respect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants as well. And eh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to take the Giants. I like the points. I am taking the New York Giants. That's where I am. I like the the Giants too with the points, but I got to switch it up. I got to go with the Vikings. You were going to switch it up. I was. You, you know what? That's good radio. That's and good I think podcasting. I'm going to do it. That's good. Po- that's podcast. You know what? One right there. It's going to come down to this on Monday night. I hope You're going to say this will be the moment. Shabuya. Yep. Uh, guys, thank you for doing this. Uh, we will try and do this, this again next time. week if we can. Uh, and until then, you guys can follow uh, Pete on Twitter at Pete Forgets. Pete forgets. The yep. king of Twitter. You're the Twitter master. <laughs> How many tweets are you up to? 147,000, something a, like that. It's ridiculous. Who's got the most tweets in the Twitter universe? Um, Pete I Forgets Mike. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm sure I don't. It's that guy with the egg emoji. Who's that yeah, guy? Who's, the, who's yeah. the egg picture uh, profile? Is that Tom from, from Tom. MySpace? <laughs> Tom from MySpace. He's the one. Tom, they remember Those me? are the only Twitter... Those are the only internet celebrities That's I know. That's all he tweets is, does anyone remember me? Yeah. yeah, the Twitter egg and Tom from MySpace. He's sitting on like a bill. You know what? Private island he owns. Uh, right. I will say, it's funny. I follow more sports on Twitter than I do almost anything else now. Like... Yeah. The For the Lab yeah. Twitter, which you should go follow, uh, at FTL Sports on Twitter. I actually have more follows on I follow pe- more people on that than I do on any of my other platforms. Yep. <laughs> because I do I sort like of... sports, though. It's like fastest, most up-to-date moment. It uh, is. News it, on it, absolutely, it is. Yeah, Twitter works the best for live events, sports, any sort of like uh, award shows, any mm-hmm. sort of like uh, news events, debates, things like that, presidential yep. debate. Twitter was I, hot. Yeah. I hot. do a lot with concerts. Concerts. Yeah. You're getting I live-tweet the Oscars pretty often. You, those <laughs> are a lot fun. of fun. They are fun. Uh, so Andy, you're also a big Twitter guy. Uh, big underscore soul underscore ink. Ink. Man, the myth, the legend. 
Uh, guys, I appreciate you guys being here. Always pleasure, a pleasure. As always. Uh, your brother will be uh, swinging in in just a minute. And, of course, uh, Justin Parkinson will be here after that. We're going to be talking a little bit of Red Sox-Yankees rivalry. Ooh. Yeah, very exciting. Obviously. segment new lads kev sullivan in the in the studio welcome buddy hello welcome <laughs> well, i'm welcoming my i don't even know where i am with all these podcasts i'm everywhere we're in the studio oh uh, yeah well we lost andy sullivan for this segment we gained a, we gained a kevin sullivan it's kind of a fair trade-off i feel like right um i feel like the returns on a prospect like my brother might be a little bit higher you know he's a couple years younger he's still got a few more years in a, i don't know it's not a bad a, trade though i do have some of that savvy veteran experience as far a, as podcasting yeah. goes and you gotta remember that because this isn't a uticast episode we are allowed to swear oh do we swear on this show we can we can be more blatant about our swearing on this show I would interesting suppose. i'm not just gonna be dropping fucks everywhere but there's one right oh, there oh you just did that drop, on purpose. i did drop that one on purpose I see what uh you're so uh, through the magic of podcasting, uh, I taped this segment after I got home from work. This was on Wednesday, uh, the 28th. And as I came in, it was the bottom of the ninth inning for the Yankees and the Red Sox, one of our most popular rivalries, the greatest rivalry of our young lives, at least for a long time. Greatest rivalry to- of all time in sports. Greatest of all time in sports? Easily. Hmm. Easily. It's, a good, it's definitely up there. Now I'm trying to think about, like... Uh, Arguments could be made. I guess Real Madrid Barcelona. That's silly. Well, we'll get to that in segment four. You had any rivalries bigger than that, Parkinson? You're also here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's crack open these brews, bro. I'm waiting. I was about this. What is this now? A minute and a half in. Oh, and I'm just sitting here. One for a, a lame intro and two to crack this beer. What the <laughs> hell is doing these stupid shows. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Parkinson of Maiden Utica's back, folks. Uh, he's really salty because not 35 seconds ago, he just had to sit through Mark Teixeira, the big sex, hitting a grand slam walk-off in the bottom of the ninth to lift the Yankees uh, above the Red Sox 5-3, to three, keeping their minuscule wild-card hopes alive four and a half games back. Not with- all is lost, though. The Red Sox did clinch with a Toronto loss. I wanted the satisfaction of Who seeing the tonight? Yankees mathematically eliminated. Who won tonight? <sighs> you got to lose some after an 11-game win streak, you know? They're on the <laughs> cool down. They're division champs. They got nothing to play for. <laughs> well, we'll get to uh, Boston clinching in just a minute. I want to I want to talk about one thing that I saw during the end of this game. So Mark Teixeira, bottom of the ninth, hits a walk-off grand slam, uh, which, you know... In my personal life, not on the show, obviously, since this is only episode number two. Uh, but in real life, I've given Mark Teixeira a lot of shit over the last few years about how he can't really play in the field anymore, and that was the only thing he was really good at for the last five years. He strikes out a lot, averages crummy, he just swings for the fences, he's all about dingers now. Uh, lo and behold, he hit a big dinger. What's your, where's your take on Mark Teixeira right now at this point in time in his career, Kev? You're a longtime Yankee fan. Well... Look, I feel like the Yankees have a really long tradition of having first basemen who don't quite live up to who you think that they're supposed to be. That being said, um, I, what can I really say about Teixeira? He's been fine. He's been hurt a lot, but like, is not the reason that we've been going downhill over the years. He's certainly a part of the decline, but like, it's not really his fault. He got hurt a lot, but he's well, seen, he's got a good personality out there. Seems to be having fun. He's I've got some good memories. Character with him. guy. He's wrapping up his eighth year. They were just talking to him on TV. So it was a good eight years. 
What do you think is going to happen to a guy eight years into a contract that you already signed when he's yeah. about almost thirty? You of know course. what I mean? Like so, like of course he's breaking down and it looks worse. You know when the Yankees are trying to compete every year, but they're the ones signing Ellsbury to seven-year deals to share it at eight. A Rod the ten, like well, you're gonna get stuck with let, these lumps, you know. Let's hang back on Ellsbury for a minute because I want to bring him up, but I, I want to focus on Tishera just for one more minute, uh, and I'm gonna ask you guys both a question. Uh, Parkinson, you are a well, uh, well documented Red Sox fan. I hate Kevin, the uh, Kevin, you and I have been Yankee fans uh, since as long as we've been watching baseball. Yes. So uh, let's. I'm gonna ask you first, Kev. Stupid idiots. Eight years in New York, Mark Tishera. As a Yankee fan, do you feel like his eight years have been a success or a failure? Um, I'm going to take the easy way out and say that baseball is a team game, so it's tough to say one guy specifically. Because I look at them, I can't say they've been a failure. I don't know what else you expected the guy to do. I mean, he wasn't a failure in the sense that like, he was always kind of injured, but he didn't miss, like, years. He finished out his contract. He was able to go out there and, you know, do what he does and put up decent numbers every year. You know what I mean? He wasn't... At no point was he a black hole. You have to call that a success. Um, I think if you look at just the... The fact that he won a World Series with that team, he was he was an All Star many times, especially his early part of the Yankee career. He was really he was really good. Mm-hmm. For me, I expected when he signed with the Yankees in two thousand eight, he shot up the list. He was my favorite player. I was so happy. You to loved have, I loved I remember Teixeira. that. Yeah. So for me personally, I feel like Teixeira kind of left his best years in Texas and and Anaheim and yeah probably yeah. much like Giambi he has the same kind of vibes that Giambi gave me as a Yankee fan it's like uh we kind of caught the tail end of his career right uh that being said if you win a world series you make a bunch of all-star teams you make a bunch of money it's hard to call a guy a failure now Parkinson you are a Red Sox fan you don't like Mark Teixeira in his eight years, do you think his eight years with the Yankees tenure has been a failure? I'm looking up <clears throat> the stats because I don't give a shit about Mark Teixeira and I need to brush up. But you're looking at 256, 248, 251, 151, 216 after he was 317, 308, 301. Talking averages? Yeah, that's for averages. Sorry. What about RBIs, though? Uh, well, then he's gone from... He did have a career... Uh, 122 with the Yankees. He had 39 home runs with... He did have three seasons... Four seasons with 30 home runs, then 24 and 22. I think he did what he was supposed to do, and he was a gold glove caliber uh, player. That's what um, I say. What else can you really he expect He only won one guy. gold... Two... He won three gold gloves with the Yankees. Uh, finished MVP voting no, number two overall in 2000... Oh, that was... You know, that was 2009, so... I think it's just the money in the years is that it's easy when you sign these long contracts for these guys to look bad at the end of it. But, yeah, he was solid, you know? Well, at the end of the game, Teixeira was giving an interview. And during the interview, I thought this was great, he was wearing a New York Yankees version of the WWE championship belt. Yeah, they've been passing that around the past couple weeks. It's a real power move. Oh, I think it's great. It's great. Love to see the worlds Uh, cross over. However, I do find it kind of ironic uh, when you think about the quote that came out earlier this week from David Ortiz. Um, Did you guys hear about this? Yeah, yeah, that's not the WWE. Yeah, David Ortiz came out this week and said that he's glad that the WWE era between the Red Sox and Yankees is over. Yeah. He likes playing in New York now. He likes being there. Like, it's kind of ironic, right? Like, they just talked about, like, was wearing the belt. Uh, I will say, though... it does speak to a point, though. Like, we watched this Red Sox game. Teixeira just walked off Grand Slam, and I was sort of like, oh, great. Do you know what I mean? If this was 2007, I would have been yelling at you and, like, punching you in the face, Parkinson. Yeah. And I would have been all over you. 
do you think it's better or worse that the Yankee rival, Yankee Red Sox rivalry has kind of tapered off? I'll start with you, Parkinson. Um, I think it's it's more of a testament to it's bad for baseball. It's good for yeah. the Yankees and the Red Sox, um, because they are probably they're a, I don't know how to it's not class, but they're like the they're the pinnacle of baseball, and you don't need. You know what I mean? Like they, it's not a good look. I guess I don't know. Like, uh, I think they're they're both very good established. Like they don't need to be clearing throwing Don Zimmer to the ground in games. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that stuff doesn't need to happen. Too classy. Yeah, right. But they're more ambassadors for a larger like baseball game. I guess I think that kind of contradicts what I'm saying Mm. because it's bad for baseball. But you need that type of excitement. But baseball's really boring. Is the problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I think that for a long time, the the kind of visceral hate that the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry used to inspire in fans was sort of nice. Yeah. I do think it ran its course. I did get tired of caring so much about these games. Yeah. Kevin, well, you have I think, this? yeah, uh, takes takes for days out here. Um, I think that, I mean, it was so much more fun to watch back then, but you can ne- it can never be like that again because the narrative will never be the same. There will never be that 86-year drought again. Like, it can't reach that fever pitch, no pun intended, to get to that point again. Um, but you do miss it. I mean, I remember watching those games, and like you said, like those games used to mean so much. And now, part of that might be a product of just getting older as well, but, like, you know, those games I used to make a point to stay up. Now, I watched this game tonight because it happened to be on when I was flipping through the three channels that come in on the antenna, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, just... The other week, the Red Sox came back from, like, five or something and beat the Yankees in the last inning, and then they flipped that script. I think what happened with the 3 and 4 series with the Game 7 and then the Red Sox coming back, Boone hitting a home run to win the series and, like, break the hearts, and the Red Sox coming from 3-0, like, the following year, and then finally went. You can't write that narrative, so you lose that, yeah. like, that excitement and that yeah. passion of, like, hi, you got us once, we got you back. You're never going to have that tight, of, like, those were moments, you know? Those yeah. were, like, rare things in all of baseball history, yeah. and they happened back-to-back years with two big rivals. And know? I don't have the stats in front of me. Two to, play for the World Series, too. So I don't have the schedules in front of me to yeah. back this up. I feel like after those series, the Red Sox and Yankees didn't really see each other much in the playoffs for the next, like... They have not. Yeah, there so really wasn't a lot of postseason games that mattered between the Red Sox and the Yankees after a certain no, period. No. One team would be good, or the other would be good, and it didn't line up like it did in that period of the early 2000s. Yep. Well, that's, it was kind of a perfect storm. like yeah. A perfect confluence of a whole bunch of different elements came together to mm-hmm. make that really, like, 2002 through 2000, like, 5, 6 space. I mean, that was some elevated stuff. Yep. We're never, we may never see, like, something like that in our lifetimes again. You know what I mean? That was like one of those long-time baseball things where if baseball is still as culturally relevant as it is, you know, we have like grandkids. That's the type of story. Like, I remember that year. I remember watching Aaron Boone. Think about... (laughs) Good luck, luck, baseball. (laughs) Think about about this, too, is that like... uh, New teams have been added to baseball, free agency, and the money that's being spent. This is all within, like, 1993-ish when you've added four teams on and you have this big money spending... Baseball is different, too. You're not going to have these long stretches anymore because literally every year you can just go retool, rebuy, rebuild right away. Like, back in the day, you were stuck or you had a team. So if you had a 10-year run with a bunch of guys, you weren't losing them. They weren't allowed to go to another team for more money. You just had the guy on your team unless you sold them. Those days are over. So I think you're going to have a lot more teams. Just There's never going to be an 86-year stretch again. It's just never going to happen. Baseball is a very romantic sport. When you read about baseball from the 70s and the 80s, if you read like the Bronx Zoo or something like that, 
it seems really cool. Like baseball back then seemed a lot cooler, and maybe it's just where the world. They was. had nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they had nothing in the seventies. I mean, compared to you know, yeah. they, I'm sure they had enough to get by. But with all the different stuff we got going on now, and all the different forms where people yeah. get their entertainment, baseball just doesn't rank that high for people anymore. Listening to baseball games on the radio like every day. Ugh. Well, uh, so I'm going to say goodbye to Mark Teixeira, big sext. The master of disaster, the king Good. of riddance, the bad rubbish. They should send him to Jersey yeah. with the rest of the trash. And also, <laughs> and also, with five games left, uh, I guess I could say goodbye to David Ortiz, uh, one of my most. Uh, That's how you do it. That's the way you go out. That's Ortiz. Way. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna hit forty home runs as a forty-year-old. We had an argument last week about whether he's juiced to his gills. <laughs> we had an argument last week about whether or not uh, David Ortiz should make the Hall of Fame, and Absolutely. I've been thinking about this a lot since we had this 100%. argument. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You think he should? He should. He First should. Ballot, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he yeah. should too. Yeah. And I think the only. I don't listen. I don't want to hear any bullshit about a DH when it comes to a player who meant as much to yeah. the game for as long as he did in such a high profile. It's not even. He won three World Series, possibly a fourth before he retires. Like that. On top of it, he's like. The yeah, guys, he you have to let him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's one of Can't only win four World Series and, and do the numbers he put up and not get in the Hall of Fame. That's absurd. He's one of the only two full-time designated hitters who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Edgar Martinez? Edgar Martinez yeah, and him. That's it. That's yeah. the two guys. But still, that, but that's it. All right, so Kershaw is going to go to the Hall of Fame, right? He pitches one every five days, and then sometimes different. not. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying. It's like, totally different. It's, it's, Might as well be a different game. It's a dumb argument to say that relievers can't win Cy Young's, DHs can't get in the Hall of Fame. Like, that type of stuff is just stupid. That's just antiquated voting rights. Like, people are just... They, yeah. Baseball refuses to give up a lot of the old, dumb, like, white guy crap from the 50s and 60s that sort of holds them back from being cool and modern and adapting with the times. That's just real. You didn't like that one? <laughs> so, I mean, why is it, why is it gotta be, why is it gotta be white guy? It's just it all the old guys. Yeah. You gotta make like Dan oh. Levitard and put your inter, your uh, Hall of Fame vote on the internet. Remember when he did that? I do remember that. That's, 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 a, that's a power move. Yeah. Levitard, do you like, you I like Levitard? Levitard? I kind of like Levitard. I used to hate him, it's but I don't mind him so He's much. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, well, that kind of kills my Ortiz. I was hoping we were going to get an argument about that, but we all agree you should be no, in. No, of course yeah, you should. Of course. I, I would right. be interested to hear a coherent argument against it. I don't I don't know that you could make one outside of that. You know what the argument? one thing yeah. they need to stop doing, though, with, they did with Jeter and Ortiz and Rivera and stuff? Stop with these. They gave him, like, a surfboard or something when he went to San Diego. Like, who gives a shit? Why do you have to give him a... A surfboard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what the fuck's he going to do with a surfboard? Here, your last time we in San Diego, oh, here's man. a surfboard. Just give him something he really wants. I just give him anything. I thought, it was, I thought it was funny watching the lines of presents. Like, when, when Jeter was going, and they, every single place was giving him a different gift that they were trying to make, like, relevant yeah. and different, but still nice. It was uh, it was funny to watch some of the stuff that they came actually in. Because he did uh, get some ridiculous yeah, things. They, gave, yes. they just gave him Ortiz the other day. I think it was in Tampa a phone he broke in like 2010 mm-hmm. with a baseball bat so they kept it and it was all smashed and they handed it to him he just left it on the field he's like I don't uh, want to you know whatever alright so here's a game I got for you guys uh, Kevin the question for you is uh, is about the Red Sox who is your least favorite Red Sox of all time and the Red Sox you wish played on the Yankees like give me your your favorite Red Sox of all time and your least favorite Red Sox of I all have time. a couple uh, I have man there's a lot of least favorite Red Sox of all time but it was funny I was thinking about this earlier for as much 
argument as I could make against you know some of these. They've had a lot of villainous scumbags over the years. Yes. Um, honorable mention goes to Kurt Schilling. Kurt, Sch- Kurt Schilling should be hey, euthanized. Kurt. He's hardly uh, a Red Sox though. Sure, uh, but he please. played. Anybody who yeah, played. because you guys are scampering away from him now that he's a freak. <laughs> he's a madman and he's all broke and making no, video games. No, game six with that bloody. My sock. my gem? number one most hated Red Sox of all time is Jonathan Papelbon. Ooh. Absolute scumbag Ooh, of a human being. Yes. The guy's an asshole. Total piece of and shit. And me and Parkinson were talking about this during scumbag. the game before. This and no matter what he tries to say, we were both talking about how the guy's just an asshole. He is. Doesn't mean I don't like him. <laughs> all right, so he's your worst. Who's your favorite Red Sox of all time? That I, that I wish had played for us. Yeah, like a guy who you wish didn't play for the Red Sox. I suppose. Um, I would I would have loved Ortiz if he played for anybody else. Mm. I would if Ortiz played for the Yankees. I would mm. have him. I would have his face tattooed on my body probably mm. if he had done what he had done for our team. Horrifying. For me, I feel like the answer, the easy answer is Pedro Martinez for both. He's the one who I hated the most because he was point. so good, but he's the one who I wish pitched for the Yankees. Uh, although I could make an argument for, I suppose, I hated I hated all those fringe mid-level Red Sox like Jason Veritek and yes. Bill Mueller. Right. And, uh, you know how many no-hitters Jason Veritek caught? I hated, God, I hated Jason <laughs> Veritek lot. and his dumb face. You know when face. he stood there and oh. passively received? Jeez. God, he was the worst. And then, you, you know who I kind of liked, though? Veritek I, I kind of liked Tim Wakefield. Wakefield I always liked Wakefield. Guy, Knuckleball yeah. was like, I got a soft spot in my heart for knuckleballers. Parkinson, I'm uh, reverting the question for you. Who is your uh, least or your least favorite Yankee of all time, and who's the Yankee you wish played for anybody else but the Yankees? I'll say I got a lot to pick from, but I, I have a beef with Roger Clemens being a mm. former Red well, Sox, that, and then mm. Susan Waldman just getting wet all the time when he pitched. It was fucking <laughs> I would, Am I allowed to go that vulgar? Yeah, she's, sure. I don't, she's disgusting. Uh, I and, would say... And plus with his like steroids, his lying, like all the stuff that he did, like the guy, he's a scumbag. You can make an argument, though, that Clemens isn't didn't play for any he was like a baseball nomad he spent just right. as much time in toronto and new york and boston and where but else when was he, he was in in new york when yeah. he, he was okay he was pumping his, he was getting his career back toronto he got i'm not surprised going, that he's giving a cop-out answer it's kind of a well, cop-out so, answer. well on clemens i hate clemens i former red Sox went to the yankees turns out that he was doing all those drugs the entire time and then the guy just like literally refuses to acknowledge yeah. that you know? <laughs> yeah, like, he's sure. like no no i didn't <laughs> that never happened i took all my money all my awards, and I'll see you guys. I don't need to go to the Hall of Fame. I don't care. Yeah. Um, probably besides that, probably like yeah. Jeter's the easy one. He Jeter, just, he's so terribly overrated. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's the man. He is not. Dude, he had such. He, he was His the ultimate. Was like he was the ultimate charisma guy. Whatever. He just yeah, like got he, by on like uh, yeah. being the he's dude. The glue guy. Yeah, the glue guy. <laughs> he knew intangibles, man. Whatever. He knew where to play. He didn't have. He didn't need range because he knew where the ball was coming. He had like. Uh, he was a mutant. He had like mutant powers. Um, do I got to uh, pick who I wish wasn't on the Yankees? Do I get allowed to? Who do that? you would want on your team from the Yankees? Yeah. Hmm. Man, recently probably like a Cano. I think Cano. Um, back yeah. like not now, but back and then uh, back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember Bernie Williams almost went. Yeah, I would have liked to have Williams. Bernie back in that like ninety nine mm. time when he he was hitting real well. That one warms my heart. Uh, bonus question: Who's your least favorite Red Sox? Oh wow, uh, Josh Beckett. Josh Beckett, wow. just bitching about him. One earlier. of my least favorite Red Sox They teams. traded Hanley Ramirez for him, and now Hanley's back tearing it up, and Beckett's just a bum. He got Francona fired. The guy sucks. 
Francona. It's your boy. You yeah. have a Francona tattoo, don't you? I do. <laughs> you, you have Francona's face yeah. tattooed over your face. Yeah. Uh, Kev, least favorite Yankee of all time. Least favorite Yankee of all time. Uh, maybe like Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown is a good answer. I was going to say Scott Spencer, but I guess Kevin Brown was like yeah. a real bum. He maybe maybe that fat toad Hideki Urabu. Remember him? Yeah. He was pretty bad. I feel like that I'm not really uh, old enough. George Steinberg. Me too. George Steinberg. The worst of all of them. <laughs> I actually love George. Uh, all right. George gave you everything you had. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna do an over under with like Yankee players I like and don't like, but we've talked a lot about that. So let's move on real quick. Uh, there are six. Uh, actually, all the divisions are now clinched in the uh, in in baseball. Wild cards are yet to be determined. But all six divisions are clinched uh, in the American League: Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Indians. Texas Rangers National League, the Washington Nationals. Good for you guys. Finally, after all these years of people saying you were going to make it, you finally they, made they, it. They wanted. They, they got no chance. A couple times. Uh, Chicago be- Cubbies and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, my godsons out there on the West Coast. Uh, in my opinion, it seems like if I'm Major League Baseball, if I'm the commissioner, you want it to be Boston versus Chicago, right? That's the yeah. that's the premier World Series matchup of choice. I would imagine. Yes. Yep. yep. And I think it's now more than anything is Theo against his old team versus... There's tons of narratives. Yeah. So well, the, the narratives. Red Sox have won yeah. a bunch of... There's no narrative to that. Like, the sure, narrative is... They're not. They're not though. Yo, like, no, dude. It builds the, the narrative more. No. Oh, no, dude. Theo's old, old powerhouse. Yeah, more so than it being like... Like, the Red Sox don't have any other narrative. They're not in the position of the Cubs not winning anymore. Cubs you know would I mean? slap But they knew the what Sox. it was like most Hot recently. Tape. That's so with the White Sox. They're the two teams in culture for like eighty years. So yeah, but nobody, ca- but nobody cares. No about cares the White about the White Sox. Sox. Uh, that's they're, mar- they're marquee baseball teams. Nobody cares about the White Sox. Yeah, no, that's narrative. that's what Major League Baseball wants. I think of these six teams, the matchup they least want is probably Cleveland Washington. I suppose, right? Cleveland's a weird. It's weird that Cleveland's good. I didn't know Cleveland was good. Maybe I don't. I don't watch baseball. Besides Terry the Francona. Yankees. Francona is yeah. he out there still? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Texas was good. I knew that the Dodgers used to be good. Is Yasiel Puig a bum? He's a bum now, right? That's like <laughs> apparent. I think he still plays. Um, I don't know. You think Boston's going to win the World Series, guys? Absolutely. No. No? I want to say the Cubs are going to win. I do, but I just, I can't buy it, right? I need to see it because I feel like they'll find a way. They'll find a way to lose. It'll be, they'll like go to game seven and the same thing that just happened with the Yankees will happen, and then the Red Sox will hit a grand slam. It'll be David Ortiz's last at bat, and he'll hit a grand slam walk-off against the Cubs in Wrigley to win the World Series for the Sox while the Cubs fans cry See, I feel and like commit the mass suicide. It'll be horrible. The year for the Cubs was last year. There was down yeah, last like year. With the Mets getting there and the Royals, like that was the year for the Cubs. This year, I, I don't know. I feel like if the Mets get in, they could sneak all the way to the World Series. Nationals are going to be yeah. really good. The Dodgers are really yeah. good. It's going to come down to pitching. It's Nationals have no chance. No chance? Everybody's hurt. Everyone is hurt. Like five yeah. or six guys on their team are hurt. Strasburg's arm fell off. Yeah, he's again. not pitching anymore. Bryce Harper's Piper's thumb is hurt. shattered. Scherzer's the other guy hurt. left the game hurt the other day. No, they're shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, good baseball talk, guys. Uh, we're going to take a break. Hey, and, uh, and if you don't want to talk about uh, European uh, association-style football, uh, you can just end the show right here because we're going <laughs> to talk about the Premier League when we come back. Kev, you excited about that? Nope. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> nope. All right. We'll be right back with Port Lance.
Yeah, yeah. Enough of this. Enough of this baseball. Enough of this fucking American style <laughs> football. Uh, this show is called For the Lads for a reason. The Lads is about football. European style football. And that's what we're going to talk about. English style specifically, and that's what we're going to talk about today. The English Premier League. Uh, I wanted to do... He's talking about soccer. What? Just for anybody who doesn't know. For my my people out there, for my people out there Googling English Premier League, we're talking about soccer now. British soccer. British soccer. Go ahead. Brexit. Um, It has a national TV deal, Kevin. So we are six games into the Premier League season. Uh, we're going to go through all the teams in tiers. We're going to break them down in tiers of 10, and what we're basically going to do is do a quick overview of the teams, and we're going to decide if they're for real early in the season or if they're going to fall down the ladder and vice versa as they get to the end, and then we'll pick some uh, relegation teams, and we'll pick who we think is going to get in the top four. Sound good? Everton. Yep. I've been preparing all week. I'm really, really informed yeah, Kev, on you, statistics. You don't have to do standings. Any, I'm doing it all. You don't have to do any of the picks if you don't want to. But, I'm picking. Um, I'll, I'll tell you exactly. You're a Crystal Palace too. fan, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but first <clears throat> off, I want to. I want to make. Uh, I want to just talk about soccer for a minute here on the show. Um, I love soccer. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it in the first episode at all, which was so long ago. Kind of doesn't matter anymore, I guess. Uh, I started watching soccer in 2006, uh, the year after Liverpool. Won uh, the Champions League. I fell in love with Steven Gerrard. I was watching on FSN in our old house on Thomas Street in Utica. Shout out to Thomas Street. Um, used to watch, yeah, used to watch Liverpool and Man U. Me and uh, my former uh, family and the Wookiee host, Dano. He's a big Man U fan. Shout out to Dano at S. Wookie Grande on Twitter. Um, and I fell in love with the game. Uh, so lo and behold, I, I watched it a lot in New York and I came back to Utica. And I knew Kev that you didn't really watch the Premier League. Not a fan. No. Did you watch? Had you ever watched any soccer before I even came home? And just in general. Uh, maybe if ever, maybe three games in my life. On World Cup. <laughs> yeah, like little people, World Cup, Olympics, something. I think that women's one like after school one day when I was in high school, like a little bit of soccer, but very little. Mm, okay. Almost none. Well, uh, we're going to come back to that in just a second. So when I started watching Premier League here at the uh, at the studios, uh, I didn't really have anyone to watch the Premier League with. Kev, I did attempt to get you into it, and we'll get into those in just a second. But Parkinson, I was lucky. I didn't know mm-hmm. you were a soccer guy. Yes. Uh, when, where's your soccer guy, your love come from? I played... My mom was a soccer player. She was a very good soccer player. Um, so yeah. I started. Yeah. Shout out to Mrs. Parkinson. Yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet Mrs. Yeah. Parkinson. Something like that. Is she a striker? Uh, yep. Midfielder. Um, so I've, I've played since I was four. My mom coached. My dad coached like a lot of the teams. So I was always uh, always a player. Um, but you know, too, is it just didn't have a lot of uh, American coverage when you were growing up. So, like, traditional stuff was World Cup. you get amped up for if the Americans stand a chance, which they never do. No, they're uh, terrible. <clears throat> but that's where you hear, like, certain players. And uh, that's how I, I started following more on TV. And I remember some Spanish stuff used to be on. There would be German stuff here and there on, like, Fox. It was always, like, scattered. MLS was always crap, but ESPN had it a lot. It wasn't watchable. Um, so when I got into Premier League watching it with you, I've always been a fan of soccer. I've just never had the outlet to, to follow it. And now with NBC and streaming it and everything, it's so easy to watch it. I just don't know why people don't. It's insane. Uh, well, yeah, it's true. Now, we are in the it's golden so age. It's so easy. Yeah, it's so we easy are, to watch it. As, as football fans, we are in the golden age of being able to watch it. It is 
more readily available now than and it's ever castable this season. Uh, I did hear an interesting stat. If I'm going to butcher this, probably, but you'll get the point. There are now more people watching Premier League soccer in the United States than there are in England, and it's simply because the United States has yeah, so much more yeah. population. But it's interesting. It's just an interesting fact to think about. There's probably more by number Premier League fans who live in America than there are in England at this point in time. So. I'd be interested to know what the percentages in relation to the population are. I'm sure. I mean, it's interesting. I wonder, but I, I I don't know. I'm not sure. But I just think it's from that specific standpoint, yeah. I find it very fascinating. Probably the same as NASCAR, Kevin. We all don't have great taste. Kev, you have been forced no, to watch. <laughs> Kev, you have been forced to watch a lot of Premier League though because of me and Parkinson and a lot of the other lads who like to watch uh, football. Has your opinion changed at all about the Premier? League since the last uh, year and a half, I suppose. I would have to say yes because I had no opinion about the Premier League. <laughs> no, I had no opinion. There's just there, there were. I knew there were a bunch of soccer teams. I had heard of things like Manchester United. Um, I had heard of you know Real Madrid. A couple of things that would like breach into mainstream news ever. So I was cognizant that soccer was played, but I didn't really know how it was structured or set up. So I couldn't say that I had an opinion before I got like a rudimentary education about the league and the sport. Uh, I find the game itself to be very exciting. A lot of the knocks I feel like that soccer gets, I feel like are 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 untrue, mm-hmm. right? People tend to say that soccer is a slow game. Soccer is a game that runs on forty five minute halves and the clock doesn't stop. It's unless, not that yeah, the Mourinho's game coaching. That's yeah, unless Mourinho's <laughs> coaching. But we'll get, um, hey, you gotta park the bus somewhere. You know, uh, how the guys gonna get home if you don't park Eight the bus somewhere? Defense. Eight guys on um, defense. <laughs> God, it's so boring. It's so boring to watch. Sobering. Soberingly sober. Um, I find the game to be pretty uh, fast-paced. It's a very nuanced game, though. And that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about, Kevin. Do you feel, at least like now that we've been watching it, do you understand a little more the weird nuance of what like the game itself? Yeah, I know, I know what some of the rules are and what the guys are doing. Mm. Before this time, I mean, like I said, like, I really can't oversell. Like, I never played <laughs> soccer. I never watched soccer. I didn't know what the positions were, what they did, what the rules were, besides everybody chase the ball around and try to kick it in and score it. So, I mean, I went from absolute zero. So, with everything, yeah, I have a better understanding of what's going on. It makes it, like, when you're watching it, you can at least understand why when somebody's doing something, it's a good thing, Mm -hmm. outside of just, hey, goals are good. Uh, All right, and Kev, you have not particularly picked a Premier League team, per se, at this point in time. No. I know you liked Crystal Palace for a while. Then yeah. you liked Man City for a while. There's about seven teams I've liked <laughs> for periods of like you know seven to ten days, up to up to fourteen days sometimes with some of them. <laughs> Interesting. Um, all right, very good. Uh, so let's go. Let's. We're gonna start breaking down a little bit of the Premier League here. So Kev, jump in at any point in time if you feel like you want to make any hot comments about some of these squads. I'm ready. Uh, so we are six games into the Premier League season. Uh, we're gonna start with let's say the top. Eight teams. We're going to call this the the old guard plus Crystal Palace. Uh, this is Manchester City, Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool, Everton, Man United, Crystal Palace, and Chelsea. Manchester City, 18 points out of a possible 18. They are perfect. Uh, Pep Guardiola, the new head coach, looking very, very smooth, very, very chill on the sidelines, Parkinson. What are your thoughts on Guardiola's fast start Man City? Deep pockets. Deep, deep pockets in Man City. Deep pockets help. Uh, <laughs> he yeah. wasn't going there without being able to get exactly what he wanted. And he that did. even means yeah. shipping out Joe Hart. Oh, Good riddance. Rest Hart, in peace, Joe Hart. Bum. 
Thank God he didn't go to Everton. <laughs> yeah, you were so scared. Big you were horrified. Big stacks. Um, yeah, Man City's going to win the league. Yeah, Man City's take. really good. I think yeah. Tottenham, I like Tottenham at two. I hate them, but I think they're actually going to be really good. Tottenham's Harry Kane's got a weird right name. Now, oh. Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur? Tottenham yeah. Hotspurs, that's a weird name. That's something coming in. I mean, you understand, you know, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, that stuff. Tottenham Hotspur sounds like made up words. Sounds like a cocktail, maybe. Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur is on that really. Barkeep. <laughs> <laughs> like a sex act. Uh, I'll take two Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur. Dark and stormy. Uh, yeah. uh, Tottenham Hotspur is on the real hard edge of uh, what you name English soccer teams, along with like. Brighton and Hove Albion. That's a weird no. soccer name. I mean, None of these teams have any chance, and Tottenham can't be expected to compete until they get a more relevant name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tottenham, 14 points out of six. The Harry problem Kane is hurt, Harry Kane out for up to eight weeks. Uh, I, I like Pochettino. I like Tottenham. I like a lot of the players on this team. I do think that they will continue to be good. I just think that Tottenham... they're. You know the famous story. Manchester United was down 2-0 yeah. to Tottenham at halftime at uh, at Old Trafford. Right, that's where they played? Old Trafford? Manchester? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Wherever Manchester plays. Anyhow, they go in at halftime, and Sir Alex Ferguson looks at the guys, and he and the guys think, oh, man, he's going to come in. He's going he's gonna to give it to his heart. He's going to fucking burn us, man. And Sir Alex Ferguson looks at the lads, and he says, it's Tottenham, lads. <laughs> Get out there. We'll do them. And that's all he said. And they went out and won... Five to two. <laughs> you know why? Because Tottenham's got that born loser stink on it. <laughs> so somewhere along the way, whether it's right now, the eight weeks when Harry Kane is gone, or in the eight weeks after that when uh, when Christian Eriksen gets hit by a, by a double-decker bus on the streets of England, and he's out for eight weeks, uh, Tottenham will find a way to end up in third place or fourth place. We'll get to the picks well, later. Let's move to here's Arsenal. Here's my, my take, though, even on Arsenal, Tottenham, and I guess even Chelsea to an extent. I feel like those are teams that are riding with what they got versus changing up. So they're the three that are kind of like holding. I don't see them doing like... Tottenham's playing like with the same team they did last year. Leicester <laughs> City's doing that. Chelsea's kind of been doing that. Like Tottenham's either going to ride and die with the squad that they have or you know they're gonna they're gonna hit where they're supposed to be or they're just gonna crash out like i don't think there's a middle ground for them they're either gonna be really good or they're just gonna fade out now the thing that keeps tottenham in it at all times is that pochettino is a great coach at the end of the day there's about seven or eight really really high level managers in the premier league mm-hmm. and he's one of them and he's in the high end and that'll keep tottenham from falling too far i don't see them not ending up in the top six at any point in time tottenham's good they're a yeah, really good yeah. team uh very solid uh arsenal 13 points over six games uh arson wenger finding a way he's always around there end up in second place uh end up in champions league bomb out in the 16th get back in next year they don't win the title they win the fa cup maybe they win europa league or some crap like Bunch that of fuck boys move on next. oh arsenal fuck boys wow shout next. Out to Eric. <laughs> next <laughs> uh arsenal arsenal is definitely a pretty boy team for sure no, and they that. they play like it they play for glory Glory Boys. They glory are boys. Eric, Eric Tuttle. They are. They're Glory Boys. Shout out to only Eric. Um, great name. Arsenal. Arsenal yeah, very Arsenal's strong a... name. One of the best names in all of sports. Did one, you... of the, one of the best names in all of sports. Um, Did you have a moment with, with Arsenal because of their name when you were looking at teams? I thought Arsenal, well, yeah, they've got good uniforms. They've got good. Uh, they've got a good name, all that stuff. And then when you explained to me that they were like Tuttle's Glory Boys, I was like, I can't. That can't be Glory Boys, team. yeah. I. I, I, you know, I have a tough enough time holes. because, like, all of my favorites, <laughs> most of my favorite teams in real sports are like 
the the big kind of name teams just happened to be the way it worked out. Like I like the Yankees and the Lakers. I can't like the Lakers of the Premier League too because that's just too much. Really? Yeah. See, that's interesting. I feel yeah, it's true. I didn't pick the Yankees of the Premier League. That would have been, I guess, Chelsea or Man City. The Red Sox, though. I did pick the Red Sox Which of the Premier next... League. And let's get to them right now. Uh, my beloved Liverpool FC, thirteen points out of uh, possible uh, 16, 18, whatever it is. Um, after, outside of that one bad loss at Burnley, uh, they... Burnley's a good team. Burnley's... No, they stink. Uh, <laughs> outside of that that embarrassing loss uh, to Burnley, uh, tied to Tottenham, uh, wins against Arsenal, against... Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea, Leicester, embarrassed them. Uh, looked pretty good last week against uh, Hull in a game that they should have won. Looked convincing. Look... Liverpool's biggest problem, they kind of remind me of the Yankees of this way. They play really well against the top-level teams, but then kind of shit the bed against anybody under the, yep. the bottom half, for That's whatever reason. Uh, Klopp, though, Klopp's got the lads in good form. I love the attacking options. I love Sadio Mane. They're not well, done yet, either. They need no. some defense. Klopp is a ridiculous so. name. Jurgen Klopp? Klopp. Yeah. Just the yeah. word Klopp is. Jurgen. Klopp, Klopp, Klopp. He will take us steal. to hey, the top. The steal, no, right. the deal, the steal, the... The mastermind is putting Milner at Milner left at left back. Boring <laughs> James. He lulls you to sleep because no he's one so even boring. knows he's there. See, um, Liverpool for me is a win-win team yes. because for me, Liverpool, uh, you know, Sam, they're your favorite team, and so yes. it's cool. And Liverpool wins, and you're you know stoked your team wins, so that's nice. But also, when they lose, it's funny too. So either way, the reactions are where I'm at with Liverpool. So no matter which way a Liverpool game shakes out, it's always entertaining from my side. Liverpool is the only. Liverpool gets a thumbs up. Liverpool is the only. Sports team left for me that gives me real emotional shifts, whether they win or lose. Even the Bills, who up until last year I sort of would get caught up in, I don't really care anymore. It's just like, ah, ah, I'm burned, burned out. They burned me too many times. Liverpool still has my heart in a in a really immense way. When Liverpool loses to crummy Burnley, it bothers me yeah. until the next game. I'm annoyed. Uh that being said, I think Klopp has him in good form. They're not playing in any other tournaments. It's just the Premier League. It's just the FA Cup. No Europa distractions. They got to get in the top four. It's a failure if they don't make it in the top four, man. They you sound like a Liverpool fan. They're going to finish sixth. Yeah, fifth. I, fifth I, I got them at fifth. But They have, I tell you, they really are. They just seem like one of your teams. Just like your kind of team, like the Bills, the Knicks. Just inconvenient enough to have to play some extra games. Actually. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. just enough rope to hang myself. I know. Yeah, I'm very familiar. Uh, speaking <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm very yeah, familiar. Speaking of which, let's move down to your squad right across the Mersey side. The Everton Toffees. They're gonna win it all. Hate them. Uh, <laughs> six wins. This is their year. Uh, oh, sorry, six games, thirteen points, tied with Liverpool and Arsenal, only separated by goal differential. Everton, though, unlike my beloved Liverpool team, your beloved Liverpool team, uh, they've beaten a bunch of chumps. Uh, you, they didn't make the schedule. I already told you that. And Bournemouth, you know what? Like Tough loss to Bournemouth, though. I love that's, Bournemouth. that's a bad loss. I like I and, uh, was it, Wilshire out there. Are you put, trying to put over Bournemouth to make the loss better yeah, for you? No, yes. I, I think that... 100% that's Listen, what he's doing. you know I like Bournemouth, but they, they got some good loan pieces that I like. Bournemouth is okay. I think that Everton, Everton is a fascinating team to me. I they're so good. They're I not, cannot emphasize. They're not how so overall good. talented. They are. They just haven't gotten it together yet. They yeah. have so many good players in so many positions. They, they're they're a rock solid team. They remind me of 
sort of like when the Mets were crappy, when the Yankees used to be good. I, I sort of feel like I, they're until they can really make a, a run to Champions League, they're always going to be like the little brother team. Yeah. They're always going to be like that seventh or eighth place in the Premier League team. They're never really going to break that hump into the I, upper this, class. So from an outsider's perspective, they're not in the same tier as those big name teams. Mm. They're yeah. not a team you've heard of unless you watch. Yeah, because like they're they're B level. They're pre- a B team. No, they're not. Premier League, Premier League has a lot of money coming in. We talk about this all the time. Yes, and Everton yeah, yeah, sure do. has Premier, money. Premier League money coming in with a billionaire owner, and they're going to build a new stadium. So I don't think Everton's perennial mid range. I think they're on the move. To better things because they're just going to have more resources, more money, um, and I, I think this season is going to be a start for it. I think it's it's an upward trend for them. Last year was so frustrating. I do think they are trending upward. I like what they're doing. I like Coman, uh, Coman, yep. Richard Coman, Coman. <laughs> I like I like your boy Martin Stecklenburg, yeah, Big Stex. Uh, I think I think best case scenario fifth place Europa League. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario ninth again, eighth or ninth. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, so let's move on. Manchester United. Oh, man, 12 points out of six games. Love him or hate him, Jose Mourinho, he is a firebrand. He is a conversation starter. He's the most captivating man in the Premier League. I love seeing him on the sidelines. Kevin? Manchester United are the New York football giants of the Premier League. Mm, Commercial. Very Just one commercial. of those commercial teams everybody thinks about. Them, one of the first teams that pops up, whether they're really that good or not, like you still think of them as one of like the front teams. Thanks, they're a marquee Beckham. name. It's... It, the same way that like New York teams are New York teams in American sports, Man U seems like that team where like every the people in the country who don't watch mm. the league probably still know who Man U yeah. is. Like they where they probably don't know who Crystal Palace or Everton are or something like that. Man U is the team to me that could that has the highest ceiling and the lowest floor. I could see a scenario where they they gel together quickly. And uh, Ibrahimovic is scoring lots of goals, mm-hmm. and Mourinho is out there killing it in the press conferences and getting people all riled up and calling out uh, Guardiola and calling out Klopp and getting people angry. Uh, and I like their chances if that's the team that's going to be. I also see a scenario where the defense isn't very good yep. and they don't score the goals all the time, and Mourinho starts throwing people under the bus and it goes south very quickly. Yep. So it already has a little bit. He's not, he's already it, starting it to toss did, people under the but bus. Then they, they were winning. Then they beat the shit out of Leicester City yep. on Saturday or yep. whatever day it was, and now it's all sunshine and roses. And Mourinho's a genius again, as is the Premier League as it goes. Yeah. Um, let's. Uh, <clears throat> I think Man U's. Man City, I picked Man U to start the season to win it. I think Man City, I guess I was picking both both either of those teams. I think I'm going to stay with, I think Man City's going to win it. I think Man U's going to gonna have a great year, though. I think they're going to finish second. Second? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Uh, Crystal Palace, uh, 10 points through six games. I Sure. Yeah. Fine. Nice kits. I like the name of their team. They're jumbled in there with a couple anyways, but your tens yeah. and your eights and your seven like there's... they're they're tied with Chelsea. Uh I think Chelsea Chelsea's in, let, I'm gonna skip Crystal Palace for now. I think they're gonna fall back into the mid yep. tens they and elevens. They're fine. They're okay. Um, um Leicester they're go, there's this Leicester City and Crystal Palace. There's your Yeah, there's your switch. They'll yeah. switch around. We'll get to Leicester in a minute. Uh, let's talk about Chelsea though. Uh Chelsea trending downward at the moment. Uh Conti doesn't seem like he has control of the team. Nope. Uh, don't seem like they're... Costa seems like the best player on the team right now to me. Hazard, where is he? Willian, not scoring the goals. Defense in shambles. Gary Cahill, uh, he stinks, right? Yeah. He'll it's, be on the MLS It's soon. the fallout of those boring Mourinho teams. It's going to be hard to like 
turn those gears. They need the they need a, a revamp. I think. Kev, when I say Chelsea to you, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Ah. Uh... Clinton? Yeah, probably Chelsea Clinton. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea in New York. Oh, yeah. Chelsea, this girl that I used to know um, from a class that I took. Uh, then Chelsea, the football team. Mm. Then, so there we go, probably four or five on my list of Chelsea's. Four. Um, Chelsea, I know, is... I remember you said Chelsea didn't uh, buy a lot of players. One of those teams. I picture them as a team that buys a lot of players. Probably they the past their prime. They have a billionaire Russian owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, got yeah. a billionaire foreign guy. I like that, actually. A lot I'm of these into teams that. Do. I just came a back around on teams. Chelsea. I <laughs> forgot about the billionaire Russian owner. I'm, um, I am into that. I like corruption in soccer. <laughs> yeah, corruption in soccer. There seems to be a lot of it. That's, yeah, that's Well, my friend, don't worry. There's plenty to go around. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Chelsea, I feel like for some reason... Chelsea doesn't seem like the same team to me anymore now that Mourinho's not there. And Mourinho doesn't seem like the same coach now that he's on Man U. Doesn't seem like the same Mourinho. I yeah. want Mourinho and Chelsea to be back together. Like it doesn't I want Brad yeah. and Jennifer Aniston to get back together. I just want it to happen. I do want that to happen. I do want yeah. that to happen. But that was good. Last year um, with Mourinho too, it was great because he mm. he started taking the blame and then things started going to south. He's like it was on me, it was on me, and then once it started tipping, he threw everybody on his fantastic television. All right, we're going to run through the next ones real quick, the next five or six, and we're just going to say uh, trash or uh, not trash, I suppose, right? Uh, yeah. Southampton, Parkinson. Trash. Kev? Um, middling. They're coming up. They'll have an all right year, but they're still not going to get 10 probably for another two. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually not too bad. He's pretty spot on. Uh, okay. pretty spot on. Southampton, um... Yeah, sure. They, I feel yeah. like they don't have the offensive firepower anymore. Uh, West Brom. I kind of like West Brom. They're on par, right at 10. Right where they belong. <laughs> right where they belong. <laughs> steady West as Brom. she goes. Good. Another, another very English team name, West, West Brom, which yeah. Albion. Again, uh, can't compete with a name like that. No chance. Uh, Better luck in Germany. Mm. Watford. They got that guy who looks like Fat Drake. They talk about him in Blazers all the time. Terrible jerseys. Go They're, to hell, Watford. You don't like yellow jerseys? I hate Watford. Watford is uh, due for relegation this year. Watford. That- Charlotte. <laughs> The Hornets. <laughs> it's a hard, hard take. Uh, uh, Watford, the Charlotte Hornets of the Premier League, they will finish in uh, ninth place. In the D League. Uh, <laughs> Leicester City is in 12th place, the defending champions. Do you think that's going to stay that way, Parkinson? They uh, they subbed out uh, Mares during halftime in the last game. They did sub him out. Yeah, he wants so, to leave. Yeah, they, well, he's going to be gone, too. But I like the party with Vardy, and I think that he's going to move up top eight. They're not going to be great. They'll hover, maybe like get close to six, where it's like they can kind of redeem the season, and then they won't. Mm. So it's, I'll say seventh for Leicester City. Mm. Uh, Unless they get rid of Mars, then no, they're going to finish way down. Leicester City uh, is not going to suck this great year. Great story. They're, but... they're going to suck next year. This year, they're just going to be whatever. Yep. Eighth place. Um, Kev? Uh, Leicester City. Uh, I would say Leicester City, as insiders know, are the Gonzaga of the EPL. Leicester City is doomed <laughs> to be like the Anaheim Angels. They had a good year. They run. Didn't they win last year? Yeah. yeah, and they'll be all right. People might think they're going to be contenders, but they don't have anything figured out yet. That was a fluke. Mm. Uh, I'm going to skip. Watch more soccer than you <laughs> believe. I'm going to skip through these last teams very quickly, if you guys don't mind. Burnley. Hail sure. Burnley. Hail Burnley. For, sure, fine. Hull City, great name. Hull uh, City's good. I like Hull City. Uh, Bournemouth, okay. Underrated. They're going to be champions in the Terrible names. Years. The Cherries, good nickname, though. The Bournemouth Cherries. Great coach. 
Middlesboro. Eh, boring. Who? Middle of the pack. They're what? at the bottom. So Whatever. <laughs> Swansea City. Uh, not Swansea. It's just called Swansea, guys. My bad. Swansea City. Still. Whatever. Lower half. Ridiculous word. They're going to get relegated. They're from Wales. The hell with them. Uh, West Ham. That's eh, kind of a shame, isn't it? Hot take. Well, like West relegated. Ham. Uh, Green Street Hooligans. They're like West Ham in that movie. Yeah, yeah West Ham. Payette, best player in the league. They'll come back up out of the relegation zone, but they're going to stink. Payette's the best player on the team. Stoke best City. Best player in the league. No, please. Yes, Stoke City's wonderful. Rocking them to the top. Best name probably in the entire sport. Stoke City, bitch. Stoke, Stoke City, bitch. Except for maybe Arsenal. Maybe Stoke City. Good name. Adopt Payette as my son. I guess I can't say that word anymore. That's not what? a nice word to say. Stoke Never City, mind. Bitch? Yeah, I can't say that. You can't, wait, you can't say the B word anymore? No, it's not culturally chill anymore to say that. Anyhow, What's Sunderland, that? 20th place. I Ryan Sunderland is one of my great all-time <laughs> nemeses. And um, um, I could never, ever root for a team that even remotely sounds like his name. He's the fucking worst. We've, <laughs> we've gone way over on this. Kev... Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna finish in the top four and who's gonna win the Premier League? Top four is gonna be oh geez, this year we're looking like it's gonna be Liverpool. That's Ooh, for you. Thanks. Uh, Arsenal. Hey. Stoke City. Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that you're gonna see something similar like they do in wrestling. I think all of a sudden one weekend FC Barcelona is gonna show up and be like, <laughs> we're here to challenge for the cup. Barcelona. Hot call. <laughs> what are the odds on that? Uh, no, other than that, I think you would have to pick, I don't know, who's... Man City, one probably. Of the guys in the, Man City, that's who I was thinking about. I always get... There can't be two Manchester teams. There's two pretty much everywhere teams. I just don't yeah. like... Uh, Parkinson. Everton's going to win it all. Liar. Hot take. They're going to take it. Man Can... City, two. Man U, three. Do you want me to make... Just pick who you think's going to win, man. Tottenham, four. Tottenham I four. was going to say Chelsea in the hot take, but I don't, uh, I don't trust them enough. I like Man City number one, Guardiola. Too much talent. Eighteen points out of six games. Great start. It's not you can't win the you can't win the league in the first like six games, but you can damn sure lose it. They're, <laughs> they're looking, four points yeah. up already. And they're, and they're, you know what I mean? Like that's pretty good. They can literally lose next um, week and still be in first place. I like Tottenham to. F- uh, I like Arsenal in second. Um, mm. I like Ozil. He seems like he's good. Sanchez is good. Um, they seem like they're playing okay. They've they've like. They're so uh, they're like an addition yeah. by subtraction. They got rid of a lot of dead weight with the team, specifically Jack Wilshire. Yeah. Um, uh, he's looking good and born with man with eye, but I'm telling you. Uh, I like Tottenham really well. three. Oh. Everton, go with it. I'm gonna pick Liverpool four. You're it's a homer pick. You're Liverpool four, Manchester United five. Suck it. Avasado at S Grande on Twitter. Uh guys, this was a fun for the lads. Uh, we didn't take the first two segments yet, so thank you, Andy. I've got some breaking baseball news. Oh. Some breaking baseball news. I'm an insider to the show. Just sent me a text message to alert me to a story from ESPN. Uh, in his very first pitch as a professional baseball player, Tim Tebow has gone yard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he hit a home run or the yeah. guy... He no, he hit run. one out. First pitch. Tebow's first pitch is a was pro he, baseball player. Bat, was, was he playing for the Mets when it happened? He'd been better on the Angels. Was it the Port St. Lucie Mets? Because otherwise, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Binghamton Mets. Who knows? Do they still play in Little Falls? I just can't wait to watch the feeding. People coming to Little Falls. I can't wait to watch the feeding frenzy on the mothership tomorrow. He has the number three selling jersey on the Mets right now. I That's think. amazing. It's pretty good. That's I think you can just put his name on anything and it'll become top seven. The Mets are trash. They've got nothing to lose. They might as well sign them. Are you kidding? Yeah. Guys, go fund our Kickstarter to send Aaron Higgins a Tim Tebow Mets t-shirt jersey. Uh, 
Thank you for listening to For the Lads. Follow us on Twitter at FTL Sports. Uh, don't follow Kevin on Twitter. He doesn't like it at underscore Kevin Sullivan. Uh, follow Maiden Utica, though. Don't pay attention to anything Justin says on the show, but follow Maiden Utica. Oh, you told me a 7 to 10 minutes on soccer. This is like 45 minutes Are later. you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I walk off this show. Uh, have a good weekend, folks. Remember, Saturday is for the boys. Sunday is for the lads. We will see you sometime soon.